but I kind of thought, I wonder what it would be like. I wonder if I could do it. And I'd always tried, dabbled in a few things in the past, just trying to eat a little bit more healthily, trying to move a bit more, but then nothing was ever sustainable. Losing weight isn't easy, and some days we can feel like we need some extra help. Welcome to the Weight Loss Warrior podcast, the show where we share inspiring real-life success stories from normal, everyday people like you and I. Listen to how each of our guests managed to overcome their personal challenges to lose the weight they wanted as they talk about the secrets to their success and give great advice that you can benefit from. Become part of our tribe and use the Weight Loss Warrior podcast as your source of motivation and support to help you on your weight loss transformation. And now your host and friend, Carl Radley. Hello, everybody. It's Carl here and welcome to a new episode of the Weight Loss Warrior podcast. I'm joined here today by somebody extremely inspirational. Her name's Sarah. She's from Guildford in Surrey and she's lost over 12 stone as part of her journey. And I'm very happy to have her here on the show today. Sarah, welcome. How are you? I'm good. Thank you, Carl. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks. Really, really well. And I'm still getting used to the whole video podcasting thing. And we were just talking about it a little bit in terms of, you know, how to edit it. And I'm sure it's something that will improve, but I am definitely getting used to now having a a face-to-face conversation as well as an audio one. And very much looking forward to hearing your story today, because not only have you lost a, a huge amount of weight as part of your journey, you've managed to keep that weight off and you've maintained that for over six years, which is just crossed six years I understand which is you know fantastic so congratulations and I know for a lot of people who listen one of the big things is how do you maintain that weight loss once you achieve your target so I'm sure if that's okay we can jump into that as well today Mm -hmm, definitely fantastic so before we get started with that part of your story and keeping in mind it has been six years that you've been at Target, why don't you take us back even further to before you decided to start losing weight? So I've always been big. There wasn't like um, a point um, in my life where it was like, you know, I was smaller. I've always been big, you know, going out to shops as a kid with friends. They all went into New Look and all the, the fashion shops and nothing would ever fit me. So yeah, I've always been big. And then just I was thinking actually today when I first got together with my husband I remember telling him I was 19 stone again it just went on you know happily married more weight more weight baby more weight more weight so yeah just progressively bigger from the word go basically okay and being something that you had difficulties with and struggled with even as a teenager what would you say attributed to your weight gain as a teenager I remember more when we were at sixth form and like the the girls started to get driving licenses and then we were going out to McDonald's drive-through at lunchtime um that's like the, the standard thing you had to do when you passed your driving yeah. test wasn't it it's like first thing you'd do is you go with your <laughs> friends to McDonald's drive-through it was yeah, yeah I remember yeah. those days what was done and then obviously like getting money at for school lunches and things you know it wasn't how it is now it was all like portion of chips or you know once you're given that money and that little bit of freedom you just you do what you want you're not you're not at that age you're not picking the the healthy options so yeah definitely think that didn't help yeah and to be honest with you and I don't know your age so I'm not going to make assumptions and I think we're the same age I'm 39 Oh, yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, for about another week. In fact, oh, really? when this goes live, I might already be 40. Who knows? Um, oh, I'm next year. So I'm a little bit, I'm, I'm 17th uh, of April. So. 
just a baby yeah. just a baby but <laughs> being in that same age group though and remembering what it was like not just at high school but at college as well in terms of like you said a little bit of money I remember a portion of chips at school was like or if it can seem like 45p or something like that mm. and so it was very accessible to eat rubbish food mm. and I also think there was a lot less focus on healthy eating compared to 100%. to now and mm. so we were feeding ourselves not even in such a bad way it was just the normal way as mm. seen by many and there were other things you could have but it was convenience all your friends were going to the same places like you said if someone had a driving license you'd go to mcdonald's and that was just part of i think the college culture for most mm. people now obviously there were some people who were more health conscious some who were less self-conscious but i would say if i was to generalize i would say that was quite a common thing Mm-hmm. And I myself was overweight during that time. And I attribute a lot of that, not just to the eating, but the drinking as well that um, took place, you know, at college and in my early 20s. And that didn't help either. And so you said you, you when you met your husband, you were at 19 stone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that obviously when we got our own place, it was just, I'd never was taught about cooking. I didn't know mm-hmm. how to make a meal from scratch. It was always put something in the oven. So it was always chips and something just thrown in the oven because that's all I knew. Um, mm-hmm. You know, my mum, I was thinking about my mum used to make meals, but yeah, not something I really picked up on, you know, we, and we weren't taught about cooking at school and things like that. That we, I mean, I did food tech, but we used to bring in jars to cook from and like pizza, we made, we made sweet pizzas, you know, it's like, <laughs> why didn't they teach about, you know, putting a meal together? Of course. I remember, my, I think the most nutritious thing I made at school was a soup. But obviously, as you move into a house with your, your partner or, or get your freedom, the last thing you do is be eating soup six times a week. And, and, uh, <laughs> so it's, I, I get it and I understand. And yeah. for many people, again, I think it's a generational thing, but the world has changed so much that now if you have children, there is almost this expectation that you will teach them from a young age about nutrition and yeah. health. And because we are surrounded by it so much with social media and the internet, it's almost impossible to avoid. So it's almost a case of there's going to be exposure to nutrition or health or diets. And it's really about guiding younger people in the right way, because otherwise Mm -hmm. they're exposed to things that are going to actually harm them and things that create a very bad mindset and negative mindset for them, which can be very damaging. So I think, yeah, we, we have to take it into consideration with the advancement of technology, just how things have changed and Mm. how we have to now encompass that in part of, parenting and you know, guiding young people so yeah absolutely it's it has changed a lot for you Sarah as you had children you you said you had a child and you gained weight um at what point did you decide that enough was enough when I had my son Tyler I when I was pregnant I got gestational diabetes mm-hmm. but that didn't really I mean they said it was attributed to my weight and also I because of that they when they made I had another scan they measured him and they said that we wouldn't let you go further than 40 weeks because he was big. So I was due for um, to be induced on my due day. And then he came, he ended up coming the day before anyway. But then had him and just carried on eating exactly what I wanted. He went off to school and my friend, she was doing Slimming World and she said sort of, nudged me you know I've always had friends that have never we've never spoken about my weight or you know it was never an issue but I kind of thought I wonder what it would be like I wonder if I could do it 
Mm. And I'd always tried, dabbled in a few things in the past, just trying to eat a little bit more healthily, trying to move a bit more. But then nothing was ever sustainable. I think for me, I need to be accountable. And I didn't have that. I was just sort of trying things on a whim. And because of that, the weight always just went back on again. So, yeah, so she mentioned Slimming World and I sort of had a look in the book and thought, could I do it? And there wasn't that big moment. There wasn't that big click. I just thought, eh, let's give it a go. Literally, okay. literally that. So my birthday fell on the Sunday. So I said to her, and the group was on the Monday morning. So I said, I'm going to have a blowout weekend and I'll join on the Monday. And that was it. Wow. Okay, so a couple of things then before we go into your actual journey once you joined Slimming World. Mm-hmm. You said that you'd never really spoken to your friends or there are friends you hadn't spoken to about your weight and but it wasn't an issue. But when you say it wasn't an issue, does does that mean it wasn't an issue to you? You didn't mind being overweight at the time or it was something that hadn't impacted your friendships? So I just wasn't too clear on that. Uh, uh, both. I mean, because health, I mean, other than the gestational diabetes, I mean, that went away when I had my son. For me, I was fit now. Yeah, I suppose because there was no health issues, I just thought, well, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, my friends never brought that up with that, as okay. I say. So but both sides, it wasn't an issue for me. And my friends never made that an issue. And I've had guests on the show who, well, recently Steve came back and talked about you know his onward journey. And he was somebody who had lost weight because of a health scare but up until that point had been happy with the life that he had as an overweight person whereas Mm. a lot of people that I speak to on the show being overweight was making them clinically depressed extremely unhappy and really impacting their quality of life to the point where they had to change something because they were deeply saddened by Mm -hmm. the the place that they were so for you it sounds as though it wasn't really impeding your life and that because there was no health implications you were happy and that would be a reason, I guess, why your friends wouldn't necessarily mention it to you because, you know, if you were sad and, and down and they could see that, they might try and help and support you change that. And I would guess being overweight would probably be one of the first things that you could change if you were feeling like that because it wasn't an issue for you. I guess it just wasn't ever something that had to be raised and, and brought up. But then, Yeah, I mean, there were implications. Like I was thinking back about, you know, when my son was younger and he would maybe want to go to a soft play or trampoline park but in my head I would just sort of organize it so that my husband could be there and my husband could do that with him so I you know I was dealing with the fact I was overweight but it wouldn't ever make me feel sad my son wouldn't go without he would just I would be there but I I wouldn't be joining in Mm -hmm. Um, and my husband would you know be able to join him my son's got special needs so um, yeah so it's just somebody to be there with him So uh, I guess, you know, I was always dealing with it in my head. You know, I've heard people talk about, you know, like if you go into a meeting and that and you see the chairs with the sides and you you wouldn't pick that chair because you're worried you're going to get stuck in it and things like that. So you're always dealing with it, but Mm -hmm. it never, you know, it never made me feel depressed or, you know, it was just something I had to deal with. Okay. And I just got used to that. Fair enough. And yeah, I completely understand what you're saying about, you know, just navigating your way around Mm. any potential difficulties, any potential issues that you may face. But it's done in a way that in the same way we tackle everyday life in many aspects, we just find ways to cope with that or find ways to go through that. So Mm -hmm. it doesn't become such an obstacle to what we're doing. 
So then you had your birthday, you had a blowout weekend, and then you decided to start Slimming World. I'm guessing you went because there was an idea at the back of your mind that you would like to to lose some weight. Yeah, I guess I I, I had no um, preconceptions. I was like, let's just see what happens. Could I mm-hmm. do it? Um, so I weighed in at 23 stone and two pounds. Okay. Um, and I, they kind of ask you what you would like to weigh. Mm. And I was like, I don't know. We know what, I didn't even know what my healthy weight was. So I just said, okay, I'd like to lose 10 stone. So, so she wrote it down and then went away, um, did it for the first week, went back and I'd lost nine pounds. And obviously I'd had that big blowout weekend and I know the first week is a big loss. So, and I just cried. I was like, oh my God, this is actually possible. I can do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that just spurred me on. So I started on the 18th of April, 2016. And I got to Target on the 25th of September, 2017. So about so a year and a half. Yeah. That's quick maths for me. I'm not usually that speedy when it comes to things like that. (laughs) And literally lost um, or maintained every week. There was one week I maintained because I was so focused, so, so focused to to get the weight off. And that was 10 stone. You lost 10 stone. So I lost in total 12 stone. I I reduced my target. So 12 stone and two pounds to my final target. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's, I mean, it's incredible. And once the process, and this is something I've always said about Slimming World, Weight Watchers, Keto, everything, that the process works. It's your dedication and ability to follow it to the letter, which is the challenge, I think. And 100%. navigating all the outside environment and everything else that's happening happening in your life that can impact your ability to follow that process. Mm-hmm. So what do you think for you, Sarah, made it happen so consistently? So well, what worked for you in terms of being able to turn up each week and lose weight so when people ask me this question I always say I'm sure I have so my son is has autism and I'm sure in my brain I'm partly autistic where you know I say to people slimming will give you the rules and if you follow that you will lose weight and it's not about that we know how to lose weight whatever plan you're doing if it's weight watchers slimming world counting calories but it's the mindset that you have to work on you know you go to slimming world you're there for an hour and it's all great but you're away with yourself for the rest of the week those six days 23 hours you're by yourself you have to have the discipline to do it and if you follow that plan, you will do it. And for me, it was that accountability of Slimming World. It was going every week and weighing in and celebrating with those people. I was always aiming towards that next half stone award. So they, yeah, so they give you awards for every half a stone. Mm-hmm. So I was always, you know, as soon as I got an award, I was like, right, I need to lose another six pounds to get to my next one. For me, it was literally the accountability it was so in in the middle of the week when something was trying to tempt me I would think to myself what's more important Mm -hmm. you know that you know instant gratification of that chocolate bar or you know come Monday again when I weigh in you know and everybody's celebrating with me because I've got a great loss and for me that was always more important 
That's fantastic. And I think, I mean, you mentioned with your son being on the spectrum and you think that partly that could have helped contribute to it. And with a limited mm-hmm. knowledge that I have of autism, I could understand why that focus or I want to say it with complete respect, but almost like obsession with yep. every week reaching that is something that could be attributed to that. And I understand mm-hmm. where you might make that connection. And I think for a lot of people who lack focus or the knowledge of how to be disciplined in that way is where people will yo-yo diet where people will struggle and I think you're absolutely right that if you separate the two between the plan Mm -hmm. and then the mindset and this is why I've I've now gone into mindset warrior coaching this is why I'm now in working so much towards helping people with mindset because I think that is the missing piece of the puzzle Mm -hmm. in terms of achieving long-term weight loss and it doesn't really matter which plan you follow. 100%. It's having self-belief, having self-confidence, being able to find that discipline so that you can lose weight on a consistent basis. And when you have lost that weight, you do have a plan and a mindset that will continue to serve you with mm-hmm. strength. And I, I think you're absolutely spot on there. So you reached your target weight of losing over 12 stone within a year and a half of following September. And you've just celebrated six years of staying at that weight. So I think this is like the perfect success story in many aspects, but have there been things that have challenged you during that time and have you found yourself gaining weight? Tell me about the the last six years, (laughs) if you can. (laughs) So, yeah, I think because I was quite strict with myself when I was losing weight, I did find it a little bit tricky when I got to Target because obviously that wasn't how I wanted to be all the time. Um, Because I think to start with, I was, I couldn't just have two squares of a chocolate bar. It was all the whole thing. So I think when I got to Target, I needed to learn again how to have those things but in moderation you know I didn't cut them out completely when I was losing weight I still had those things and you know and I still went out with friends and I still had takeaways and things like that but yeah so I think when I got to Target um, I did bounce a little bit just finding my feet you know because again that's a whole different mindset about maintaining weight you know and that the you know you don't when we talk about maintaining it isn't a number I mean with Slimming World you get like six pounds to play with so you know it was learning to you know I've heard you talk on the podcast about you know people that don't have problems with their weight where you know if you do go away on holiday you you would treat yourself and then when you come back you get straight back on it and you know that's what I've learned to do that you know I have a treat when I'm away or for a birthday but that's that done and then you just you get back on it and you adjust your week accordingly, like, you know, what everybody else would do. Yeah. And, and dare I say it like a, you know, in inverted commas, a normal person. Normal. Yeah. Because, and I, you're absolutely right. I have spoken about this many times because mm. for, for anybody who isn't losing weight, you have the, the normal things that happen in life that yeah. you, you would expect to gain weight. You'd expect the circumstances to change and as a you know, cause and effect, you might gain weight. And so that is, what I would consider absolutely normal. And it's, again, going back to mindset, I think having the ability to allow those moments to happen, but realize that's not just opening a gateway to going back to how you used to previously eat Mm -hmm. in excess 
or even recognizing these events, not as an opportunity to eat as much as you can during that short period of time, but understanding that you can still enjoy yourself without the necessity to perhaps go completely overboard. And it's about finding that balance, I think, and, and discovering it. And if you're someone who's lived the majority of your life overweight with habits of emotional eating or binge eating or using these opportunities like birthdays, Christmas, holidays to just go all out, it's very difficult to then from one day to the next teach yourself a new process because mm. it's habitual and you really have to to learn and work on yourself to be able to achieve that I think so it's normal to mm. be like that in that situation but I completely understand why once you've spent so much effort losing weight to then find yourself in a bit of a situation of not knowing exactly how to manage that because mm. I guess for you you'd got so used to either maintain well losing weight or maintaining the idea of gaining a pound could actually be quite intimidating and frightening mm. for for yourself and for a lot of people on a journey. Um, 100%. It's, it's something I've struggled with as well. When I've tried to gain weight in the gym, I, I find it very difficult not to just treat it like a free-for-all. I find it very difficult to control. I, I never thought I would find losing weight easier than gaining weight mm. in a controlled way. But it turns out, you know, it's something that I struggle with and to the point where I don't reach my goals in gaining weight, but I just gain more weight than I need to. And so that's yeah. something I'm trying to work on as well, because it works in both ways. And again, finding it's completely down to mindset. Mm. So it's very curious. It's very curious and interesting. And in terms of your journey over the last six years, do you feel now quite settled? Do you, has it just become a lifestyle for you in terms of following a Slimming World plan, having that margin either side, because normal life is like that, mm -hmm. but then still having that accountability? How important is that as part of your journey going forwards yeah I still I still like to go to group I would love to be a consultant it's just not the right time at the moment you know I love helping out other people and and it you know that inspires me it still inspires me to carry on you know when I don't like the word diet because it for me it's it is a lifestyle now this is and I think that's part of the mindset if you say you know, oh, I want to lose, you know, a stone to go on holiday. I just, I don't think that works because, well, it would work for then, but then what happens when you come back from holiday? You know, you need to do it for you. And this is, I think that's the thing to get your head around. This is it. This is how it is. If I want to keep the weight off, be fit, um, then this is how it needs to be. And I think once you get that in your mindset and figure out that's what is important to you, then that's how it just just becomes intrinsic. Of course. And it sounds as though that has for you certainly become part of your, you know, your life, not even part of your lifestyle. It has become your lifestyle. Mm. It's become, you know, it's part of your identity. And this is what I think so many people, like you said, are looking to achieve so that so that they actually live their life in a way that they're not constantly thinking about food. Yeah. Because that for me is a difference as well between it being a lifestyle change and a diet because when you're so focused on whether or not you're gaining weight or losing weight it becomes very difficult to just treat it as a lifestyle because you're so focused on that aspect of your life mm -hmm. whereas there's so many other parts of, of your life that need to be fulfilled in order for you to be happy so I, I wanted to ask as well because for you obviously you know you've had this amount of success and then for, for people who have had potentially maintained for a set period of time or people who have struggled to maintain do you have any tips or anything that you could share that might help people 
on that part of their journey? I think, you know, think back to where you started. Would you want to go back to that? Because we all know how easy it is to gain weight. The moment you take your foot off the gas, it's so, so easy to put that weight on. And, you know, would you ever want to go back to where you started? No, it's probably, you know, because this is why we all join to join, you know, to lose the weight. Um, So think about why you started in the first place. And, you know, what is it that pushes you? I mean, for me, I've really got into fitness. So again, they just go together. So, you know, I, I need to be eating healthily because I enjoy running and swimming and, you know, eating takeaways don't go well with running and swimming, you know, so that I think that's quite important as well, you know, incorporating some movement, some exercise in, because again, that really helps with the mindset. And it also helps with the healthy eating because mm-hmm. you will notice the difference if you if you fuel with rubbish you'll feel like rubbish and you won't be able to do the things that you want to do yeah um so i really think main definitely maintaining for me you need to incorporate some sort of movement yeah, even if it's a it's walking because yeah the two go well very well together 100 percent agree i think it's something I, I spoke about recently with steve because he's mm-hmm. a very keen runner on the, the episode with steve a catch-up and he he was saying exactly the same as you've just said as well, Sarah, that it's a case of one hands into the other and it's it builds that momentum and constant cycle. And literally last night I was working with one of my coaching clients and she'd said to me, I really want to do some exercise. And because of a weight loss that she was experiencing, she felt it was the right time. But the health benefits of eating a healthier diet and feeling that weight coming off provides that inspiration to then do something in a more healthy way which mm-hmm. then inspires you further to carry on that journey of yeah. eating in a healthy way. And I always use the analogy of treating myself like a car. If I put the wrong type of fuel in, I'm not going to run as well as when I use the correct and right fuel that I should be using. And so that has also helped me to reduce the emotional connection that I have with food or had with food. Because if I was eating through my feelings, I'd be like, oh yeah, I really fancy that because I love that. Whereas if I'm just like, right, I know that this has got 25 grams of protein and X amount of calories. And if I eat that, it's going to help me go when I go to the gym later today. I've kind of removed that emotion I'm eating to fuel my body. Mm-hmm. And it builds a different kind of relationship with food, or at least has in my case, that has really helped me to be less emotional around food. Mm-hmm. And what other benefits have you seen? I mean, apart from starting running and swimming the fitness side, because when you started your journey, it wasn't so much from a place of necessity in that you were... Uh, unable or felt that your life was not able to be fulfilled because of your weight have you been surprised by any things that you didn't think about when you were overweight that as since you lost weight changed in your life or things that you started yeah just everything like when you things you don't even think about like even now I know I'm this slim, but like if somebody's coming towards me on a pavement, sometimes I'll just walk out into the road because I don't think I'm going to fit past them and things like that. Yeah, loads of things. Going to a theme park with my son and I remember when I was larger, thought I could get on this ride and they had to come round and pull the belt round because it wouldn't fit on. Absolutely mortifying. 
Um, and then once I lost the weight, I went back and clipped it straight in. That was just like, I loved that. Absolutely amazing. Picking clothes up from the front of the rack instead of the back. You know, going into regular shops that you can pick sizes up from. You know, doing things with my son now, you know, happy to go swimming with him, you know, going on flumes. I never would dare go on a flume just in case of breaking something. I wasn't really living the, the, you know, I'm living the life now that I should have done years ago. And I think um, because I enjoy different exercise, I know people with exercise, you say, find the thing that you love and do that because that will be what keeps you going. But I think because I was sedentary for so long, I've enjoyed doing lots of things. So swimming, running. Since COVID, I walk every day. I've got like a static bike I use. I I do workouts at home with dumbbells, aqua aerobics. Just, you know, I'm just taking everything. Like I'm doing everything because I can. It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. And again, it although you felt like you weren't restricting your life or quality of life before losing weight, it was just not realizing how much more was available to you mm-hmm. once you'd lost weight there. So it's, it's really great to hear. And, you know, being as young as we are, Sarah, you've still got a long way <laughs> to go to be able to enjoy that. And so yeah. it's it's great that you've experienced that and come to that realization and managed to change your life at a younger age. And uh, you know, I wish you every success for the future. It sounds as though you've got it locked and it's something that you know there's no danger or fear of of it ever relapsing back to as it was and if that's actually rather than assuming that let me ask you is it something that does concern you at all or is it something that you're so key and focused on that you just no i would never go back to that and because i would be losing out on so much now because you know, i wouldn't be able to run at, like i do at 23 stone you know or the pressure i'll be putting on my knees and um you know, another thing as well I was thinking is sleep. Like the three of the things, so eating healthily makes you sleep better. Sleep better gets you more motivated to be able to move more, move more with with eating. It's all sort of tied in. So, um, no, just the whole healthy lifestyle, it would never, never revert back. Amazing. Very happy to hear that for you. And, you know, also for anybody listening to the show who either thinks that weight loss is not possible to sustain or they would never get to their target weight. We have to keep in mind, Sarah, that you've, you've lost over 12 stone, which mm-hmm. is an incredible achievement in itself, but you've maintained it for over six years, six years in a day now. Um, <laughs> so it just goes to show that it can be done. But like you said, it has to come down to mindset. It has to come down to working on yourself and not just expecting the, the act of the food you eat to be enough. And mm-hmm. so that's something I do think is very, very important. Sarah, I don't know, you know, you've given so much advice and I really appreciate that. And I'm sure there's going to be people who would love to come and find you on Instagram if they don't already follow you. So it's SW underscore Sarah Wake underscore my journey. Now, obviously, as always, I'll put a link there so people can come and find you. Or if anyone has any problems at all, they can just send me a message and I'll share that with them. But I just think that it's such a great, inspirational story and one that has longevity as well in terms of the fact that you know you've created a completely different life for yourself Mm. and then now 
your lifestyle of running and you know, the activities you do, the food you eat, that's all on your Instagram account so people can find you there and follow you there. 100%. Yeah, and if anybody's got any questions, um, you know, it doesn't have to be Slimming World. This is why I love your podcast because we're all here to lose the weight or maintain the weight and you know, I've picked up things from other podcasts that aren't Slimming World. You know, it, as I said to you at the, the beginning, it doesn't matter what plan you're doing. We're all in the same boat. We all want the same thing at the end. So, yeah, if mm. anybody's got any questions, I'll be happy to help. That's really appreciated. And another place people can find you as well is the Weight Loss Warrior Tribe group on Facebook, which, as you said, it doesn't matter which plan you follow. It doesn't matter how you're losing weight. People come together there from all different weight loss plans people who are currently on a journey people who have completed their journey people who have been guests on the podcast and there's the opportunity there to speak to people either from the podcast or each other and that community is starting now to I think really start to gain momentum and grow which I'm very very happy to see it flourish because there's a lot of supportive people in there there's a lot of people helping each other and sharing their successes which is something I absolutely love to see so if anybody would like to come over to the Weight Loss Warrior Tribe Facebook group, you are more than welcome to join us. It's completely free. You just either have to search there or go to my profile on Instagram and you'll see a link there that will take you through. So Sarah, thank you so much for being our latest Weight Loss Warrior. It's thank an you for having me. pleasure to have you on the show and take care of yourself. And you. Thanks, Carl. Thank you. Bye-bye. I'd also like to say a big thank you to you, our listeners. I appreciate you joining us at the Weight Loss Warrior podcast and would love that you become part of our tribe. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe to our podcast to never miss a new Weight Loss Warrior tell their story. We share brand new episodes every single Monday and Thursday and hope that you join us next time. You can also find us on Instagram where we share great tips and advice on how you can lose weight in a safe and sustainable way. Simply search for Weight Loss Warrior podcast and follow us today. Remember, Be kind to yourself and keep looking forward. You can achieve your goals.